0: Hello, everyone, and happy Mother's Day. When you hear this, it will no longer be Mother's Day. But as I record this, it is Mother's Day. And I just had Elliot and Owen in here with me to help me record this. However, this is just supposed to be a quick little intro where I explain the episode that you're about to hear. And those two dudes could not stay on topic. They had to sing some songs. I was concerned one of them was beginning to be problematic, but then I. It was a me thing. It was totally fine. Uh, so I've decided to take that and make that available on Patreon because it's just... It's a long listen. It's a, it asks a little something of the listener. Unlike what you're about to hear, which I feel like all it asks of you is that you are ready to be entertained, ready to have a laugh, ready to take a quiz about Gen Z slang... You're about to hear an episode of my new podcast, Allison and Todd After Hours. As you probably have heard me say before, Todd is Todd Perry. I used to do Upworthy Weekly with him. We loved that show. Alas, it is no more. But we said this combo is too good to let it just dissipate. We're going to do our own show. It's going to be a little spicier, a little more fun. Well, that's not right. It's not not fair to say it's more fun. It's more fun. Uh, Anyway... It's just a little, you know. We don't have to stay clean. We can get dirty even though I don't know that we did in the episode you're about to hear. Allison and Todd After Hours, we did a quiz as I said. We talked about we I, we let you guys in on some behind the scenes content on how we keep our energy up. We talked about Ben Gay, but I don't remember in what context. I mean, It's really what everything that you could want in an episode. I hope you'll love it. And I hope you'll love it so much that you're going to say, I need more of these two people in my ears. And then you're going to say, how do I get that? And I'm going to tell you, patreon.com slash Allison and Todd. Now, before you say what I am overextended, I can't. You can because there's only one level and it's just $2 a month. $2 a month. It's really not much at all. This is the hard sell. Did I already say that? I'm really, I'm losing focus here, guys. Allison and Todd. (laughs) I've truly lost. Okay, patreon.com slash Allison and Todd. It's Allison with one L. It's Todd with one D. We could never find personalized things in stores for us when we were growing up because our parents decided to just fuck us over pretty much. Anyway, patreon.com slash Allison and Todd. And even if you don't subscribe, let me know what you think of the episode. But even if you do subscribe, let me know what you think of the episode. Okay, here it is. I love you. Goodbye.
1: It's Allison and Todd After Hours, the show where Allison Rosen doesn't have to be your best friend or give parenting advice, and Todd Perry drops the good news shtick and acts like an adult, if that's even possible. Now dim the lights, pour yourself a beverage, and join us in the After Hours Lounge. Welcome back into the after hours lounge. <laughs> Sorry, that's that's my crevasse voice, Allison. Uh, great to see you back in the after hours lounge.
0: It's as if I was just here. Amazing. It's as if no time has passed.
1: And well, there was a little bit of time in between the last show we did and this one, and mm. we we're, we're going to let you in on something that we've been yes. doing for quite some time on the show. Uh, before, actually, before doing the show, because we do talk when we're not actually uh, recording, mm-hmm. and this is this is something that was a tradition I brought from a previous show, and I talked to Allison. Not not Todd. I'm not I'm not your
0: mentor. I'm just co-host, right? But I would never let you be my mentor because if anyone remembers, you left me alone in a cave with some kind of. A predatory animal during our guided visualization I was on a hammock and there was like a bear or a lion I don't know and I feel like you did that in a bookstore too I don't know I just your whole thing is like come with me on a guided meditation and then you just abandoned me
1: yeah I did that but it was for your spiritual well-being And you obviously still haven't confronted what was in that room or else you would be out. You would have been like, thank you for abandoning me. You taught me to be spiritually independent. But you're still caught up in the me-ness of it and not the you-ness of it.
0: Right. Yes, I need to dissolve my ego and realize what a gift it really was. But anyway, no, you're not my mentor, but you did. You know, you can learn a few things from idiots around there. not saying you're one, but I'm just saying you can always pick something up. And something I've picked up from you... Is a little catchphrase to remind yourself to have good energy when you're podcasting. And what is it, Todd? Uh,
1: we call it "no Jeb."
0: <laughs> now explain, because I didn't really get—I didn't get it until you explained it to me the first time.
1: Yeah. Okay. So. When, well, first of all, like when, when you're doing a podcast, sometimes you'll listen back to it and you go, oh man, I sound kind of down there, or like my pacing was slow, or that my dog's barking like crazy behind me. Or, you know, you'll just know like the show felt off because mm-hmm. you, you were kind of more just talking like you'd normally talk with a friend over coffee versus having a little bit more energy in it.
0: Right. A little pizzazz, Bef- like forgetting that you're, you got to remember you're putting on a show while also talking.
1: Correct. Yeah. It's a different kind of thing than normally talking. So uh, sometimes if you fall into that, uh, then you're kind of like low. It was a low energy show. And I think we came back right. from a show and it was like eh, last week was a little low energy. Yeah. And I said, you know what? This show, No Jeb, which means No Jeb Bush, which anybody remembers back during, I think, 2015. That dog needs to shut up. During 2015, When Donald Trump was running for president, uh, he was on a. There was a whole bunch of other Republicans running against him. One was Jeb Bush, Mm -hmm. and he called Jeb Bush low energy.
0: (laughs) Right. Which now I'm (laughs) remembering.
1: Which is hilarious in all ways. A, because what does it matter if someone who is the president is low energy? Right. It's a total like criticism you'd see, like some producers after seeing, you know a screen test of someone, I don't mm-hmm. know, they're kind of low energy. I don't right. think it's going to work eyes. for this. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also like one of the greatest like perfect simple disses and everybody knew what it meant, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. That guy's good at that.
1: Yeah. So, my when I was doing the show Low Budget FM with my buddy Mark a couple years back, it was right in that time. And so the the joke was you know, no, you know, big energy, no Jeb, no Jeb Bush. So that would always be the mantra. And then I uh, brought it to Upworthy Weekly, and I think it served us well.
0: I do. Um, yes, I agree. And you said it to me moment, moments ago, and uh, and then we decided to share it with them. And I feel like I'm Jebbing out right now. Come on, me, no Jeb. <laughs> yeah, no Jeb.
1: <laughs> I was thinking about putting a picture of Jeb Bush with a circle oh, with a line through it. I like,
0: like that
1: right on my studio wall just
0: no jab man i like that a lot can i ask you a question about what's going on behind you um am i seeing like parts of your house this sort of like uh sort of like steppy things yeah that's your roof right that i'm seeing the lines yeah neat i'm coming over one day to look at your house
1: Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. Um, I had I had that on the 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 gal said, "Are you?" In one of the questions, we're not doing questions right now. Maybe later, but one of the questions was, "Are uh, Elliot and Declan, our kids, ever going to meet? Because they're close in age." Yeah, and I said I was telling my wife, "I go, we should have Allison bring her kids over and Daniel, and we'll have like have them go swim, you know, and hang out." But I was like, "But." I don't know if the kids swim. What if they don't swim? You can't tell if kids swim unless you ask.
0: You can't just... Right. And they don't yet. Um, Do you know how hard it is to find a swim teacher in LA? It is so hard. I have, in fact, this is a reminder. I'm going to write this down to myself. Contact swim. Um, There is this guy. I've been on the waiting list forever. To get in, like the class is like some, a spot will open up and then it'll get filled like 10 seconds later. And you'd think, okay, then have some, find someone else. But it's especially hard if you don't have a pool because then you got to mm. like, but our neighbors have a pool and our other neighbors who are closer with those neighbors were saying they would let us use the pool anytime if we want to find a teacher. So now I just got to find a teacher. It is oh, a whole thing, Todd.
1: Sorry, sorry. I had no idea.
0: No, it's okay. How did Declan learn? Probably uh, from you in your pool. No,
1: we didn't have a pool then when he first oh. started. But uh, there's a swim school that's like local, so oh nice. Yeah, we sat and did that, and uh, I would just hang out and watch him swim.
0: How, how old was he when you did that?
1: Uh, I think we started. He was like six months, and and here here was the oh thing. my goodness. There were these kind of like punky young girls that were the swim in- instructors that were pretty cute, and so oh, that boy. was cool. I'd be like, oh, they, you know, all right, you know, sit here. Uh so uh, speaking of young girls in a much different way. Mm. Uh, recently we are talking on the last show about how there were some revelations when I was in South Carolina seeing my family. And uh on, also there was some some stuff I learned while I was out there. It's like my dad had passed away so I went to South Carolina for a while and I have two 20-year-old nieces that are twins. Um, not not identical. Fraternal, one named Mia and one named Annika. Mm-hmm. I like the names. They are they are the best. They are like my heart is full when I see Aww. them because they're hilarious and they're they like their uncle Todd and I'm the, you know the cool uncle from L.A. that comes out you know and we just get on great you know so I just I just love spending time with them but it is a little funny that they talk like twenty year olds. <laughs>
0: Which is very Gen Z,
1: right? They they, they speak. Do they quickly? call you
0: bro or bruh, I mean,
1: no, I I think I did get a I did get a bro, which was okay. weird because it's like I'm I'm uncle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they you know they they have they had this incredible slang that it was just it was it was like living in TikTok.
0: I cannot wait because I do live in TikTok and I don't so- understand most of it.
1: Yeah. So okay, so I am going to go over a couple of the terms that I learned from them. You first of all, if you don't know it, you try to tell me what it means.
0: Okay. Now okay. do I I tell you I don't know but I'm guessing or I guess yeah. it doesn't really matter cuz you'll you okay, here we go. Yeah. So, okay, first of all, slay. Oh, that's like to cr- to crush something. Like you slay, like you look great or you like did a great job.
1: Yep, yeah, you're right. Uh I had it down as an affirmational saying. Mm, Like, I just got some aquaphor, and now my eczema isn't flaring up. Slay.
0: Slay, queen. Oh, you just say slay? Yeah. Okay, slay.
1: Like, damn, my kid's teacher looked great in that ABC sweater.
0: Slay. Mm,
1: Is that that, right?
0: Sometimes I might be like, LFG, which is like, let's fucking go. Oh,
1: Is that Gen Z? (sighs)
0: Oh yeah. But I don't exactly know how you use it. But I think you just like like um I can't wait to uh go to the doctor and have them look at my eczema. Let's fucking go. <laughs>
1: oh, is that okay?
0: Let- I don't know. Maybe I don't know. It
1: just sounds flat and a little jebby when you say it.
0: Yeah, that's because that's, that's me. Can I okay can I tell you something okay. I realized while we were while you were talking and but I was listening fully. Um, my left knee is hurting and it's raining. Oh great. I'm now that age. I I'm hoping like I twisted it or something, but it just feels uncomfortable and I am concerned that it has to do with the weather.
1: I think that's the anti slay. <laughs> What's the opposite of
0: Yowls. Yeah. Oh. It's backwards. Okay.
1: Another one, this was good. Now, my, my niece Annika was, was hitting this one hard. She was using this a lot, and it's the term mid?
0: Yes. Okay. I have heard this. A mid is like... Like... It's like crappy. Mm, not no. quite. I
1: okay. don't know. I, I, to me, it's I mean... It's just
0: unremarkable. Like in the yes. middle, Unre- just unremarkable, but I'm c- unclear if it's an adjective or a noun. I have heard people use like all these mids or no, maybe they say these mid pores or something. I keep seeing, I've seen people say pores, but sort of, uh, in jest, but, um, or in character. Uh, okay, fine. There's a wrestler who says this. Um, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like unremarkable. Yeah, it's kinda of like
1: something that just it's just so kind of wallpaper. It just right. almost like it doesn't exist, but it's not it's not horrifying. You know? Like Annika was was like saying she's like, There's all these new restaurants in South Carolina, but they're all just like so mid. Oh, she sounds and then, so
0: cool. I, she
1: is so cool. And I'm just Wait, hanging once she says mid, I'm like, mid what? And mm-hmm. nothing. Right, like you're mid. thinking,
0: does she mean like priced at somewhere in the middle price tier? Um, do they have hair that they part in the middle? Did you notice? Cause have we talked about this? It's a whole thing. Like Gen Z does not part their hair on the side.
1: Oh, it's right down the middle. It's yeah. like looking at an, an old like Puritan painting or something.
0: Mm. Do they have long nails? No. Okay. Do they have nose piercings or anything?
1: Annika has a nose piercing and she has a TCB tattoo, which is my tattoo. I got it when they were born, and she got it tattooed on her neck. So it's kind of like I feel it's like a little bit of like a Keith Raniere energy going on with me. Like it's like I branded my niece, right?
0: And but you feel good about that?
1: It was beyond my control. I had I didn't tell them. I just got a photo one day. It's like look, Uncle Todd. Mm. So, but just
0: one of them. The other one didn't want to do it.
1: She didn't go through with it. I don't think so. Yeah,
0: it hasn't been discussed. I get it. Right? How mid? How not slay.
1: So there's another one, and th- they, they they hit me with this one pretty often, and I didn't know what it meant, but I mm-hmm. like I acted cool. Like, I was like, yeah. Yeah. You know, okay, like I he smokes wait. cigarettes, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think that's cool anymore. You, vaping is cool.
1: Oh, they vape. Okay. And so another... Okay. Uh, 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 the word bet. But it's not like oh. I bet online, or I bet on a yeah. game, or...
0: And it's probably not like the surfing thing of like Betties, bets, no. Betties, like hot girls bet. It's not. And is it like you bet? Like yes? Mm. Is it affirmative? No. Okay. Just bet. <laughs> no. Can I hear it in context?
1: Uh, let's see here.
0: This one. This is the first time that I am truly stumped because I don't know this one.
1: Could be like, hey Todd, you got that Megan three stallion? The Stallion album, but
0: I think it means you know it. Even <laughs> though you've told me that it doesn't mean that. I mean, it... no, it means I sure don't. It means no. no.
1: It means okay or like right on, but
0: oh, so then it does mean like you know it. it it's like a
1: it's like a Chiller's sleigh. But, but, like if cha- you, yeah, oh, yeah. but if we're, someone we're, says,
0: yeah. do you have the Megan the Stallion al- the Stallion album, and you said bet, that would mean that you do have it, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, you could bet on that.
0: Oh, you know. yes. Okay. You bet. It's like a you bet, yeah. but in a cooler way. Last so like is, if someone oh. said like, should we get some appetizers? Bet. That means like, yes, you're getting them? Yes. Okay. I'm ready to use that one. This, the problem with that
1: term is though, and just like the the, the phraseology, the way it comes out of the mouth, mm-hmm. is you can't really sound really enthusiastic saying it, right? Like you you're just gonna sound like Pete Davidson no matter what. It's <laughs> like bet.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, but- maybe that's cool, but you don't want to be an eager foo. <laughs> you don't want to be thirsty. <laughs> I'm cool, Todd.
1: Oh, you know what one that Anika was saying, and I didn't have this on the list, but now it comes to mind. She's like, that fucks.
0: Oh, God. I hate that one. And yes, I've heard that. That just means like it slaps, <laughs> which is yeah. also slang. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or like, I'll fucks with that. And it's like what you're talking about, a shrimp cocktail or something.
1: Yeah. That's kind of weird. I'll fucks with that. That is, yeah. you know what? We should all generations- should, should come stop. down like there should be a tribunal. You yes. get like one greatest generation guy, his nurse, and then a boomer <laughs> mm-hmm. and their bag of money, and you'll get a Gen Xer looking aloof, like mm-hmm. why am I here? Right. You, you know, and then you'll get a millennial, and then we'll all just go, you know what?
0: No more fucks. No Don't more fucks. I'm not gonna fucks with fucks. Um. So like that fucks regarding what though? Like oh, I got it. I got the seat I wanted on the airplane. That fucks.
1: No, no, that's more of of, of a sleigh kind of okay. thing. Uh-huh. But I think I think you are actually more right on the shrimp cocktail. Okay. The, oh, oh, you've been to Bojangles and had the shrimp cocktail. That fucks. I think I I had to have told you the joke about Bojangles Restaurant that they have in the South, and I think in the East.
0: I'm not sure if I've heard it or not.
1: My wife thought it was a Mexican joint, (laughs) Bojangles.
0: Yes, I love that. That fucks. Does it fuck?
1: Totally fucks. Okay. Last one. Now, this one actually wasn't a general Zer, but this was a millennial. My buddy Dennis was Instagramming me the other day, and we were talking- And he used the term Riz.
0: Oh, my God. I just learned this. All right. What do you got? Charisma. Yeah. But I just learned it because someone... Who was it? I think it was Emily Fleming, who is going to be on the Thursday show. I think she posted a photo of Rizzo the Rat from Muppets Take Manhattan (laughs) and was like, you're really going to tell me Riz stands for charisma, but I know it's this or something. So...
1: I was thinking I, Dustin Hoffman from
0: uh, I'm walking here. What's that?
1: Er, taxi everybody's driver. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear a word
0: they say. It. Wait, I'm walking here isn't that taxi driver?
1: No, that's Dustin Hoffman in the movie with John Voight where he's a male prostitute. Midnight oh, Cowboy.
0: Midnight Cowboy, okay. Um, oh, oh, oh. Do you, you think I do I amuse you? That's taxi driver, right?
1: that's good for my
0: clown okay what famous lines are from taxi driver
1: uh you talking
0: to me here's johnny just kidding um yes okay all right i feel like i did i feel like i slayed and fucked on that (laughs) bet yeah go me I think the next president needs to be a lot quieter, but send a signal that we're prepared to act in the national security interests of this country to get back in the business of creating a more peaceful world. Please clap.
1: Professionally, like Allison, you just make podcasts. That's how you pay the bills. It's great. Correct. That's your career. Right. Right. With me, I do some pod stuff. Uh, I got the PR three hundred and sixty podcast, which anybody into comms, PR stuff, marketing can you hear me do it there. Mm-hmm. Got this going on here. I've got LA's own Marineland, which I'm sure is going to be a hit one day. And uh, so I've got has some the episode
0: pod- with my has the episode with my voice aired on it yet? Aired not,
1: yet? I mean, not quite. We're on episode
0: okay. eight, I think. Okay, and I think you're on tune like in 11. for some. Some voice acting from me, Allison yes. Rosen. Who says? Bet. My knee really hurts. This is like getting worse and worse. Oh jeez. I mean, I'm sure yeah. I'll be fine. But <sighs> anyway, okay. You need some Ben Gay. I don't. You know, I need to look. Yes, maybe. I don't even know what that does. Does it make it feel all hot and warm or something?
1: It, no, it, it's weird. It's it's a really ingenious product. It must have been made by NASA because it makes things hot and warm, but also cool at the same time.
0: Oh, like tingly. Yeah. I wonder what's in it. I bet it's like benzocane or something.
1: Oh, that's hence the Benz.
0: Yeah, maybe. I'm guessing. I don't know.
1: It, it, you know what you should do? This would be funny. Next <clears> time you have a whole bunch of people over and you're doing like a group show... You should just slather Ben Gay all over your knee to the point where it, it funks up the entire studio. Right? right. And so you have a super stinky Ben Gay knee and you wait for someone to actually say,
0: well, Alison, you weren't Ben Gay. It? Right. But what's funny is like I do have a feeling that I know what Ben Gay smells like. And you're assuming that everyone knows what it smells like, but I don't I don't have any memory of anyone actually using it. It's real like medicinal,
1: right? Yeah, and like kids in high school, like if they're on the basketball team. Back then this is this is in a pre icy hot world, you used Ben Gay.
0: I'm looking it up. Uh, the official website of Ben Gay. Learn how Ben Gay Prize can help relieve. Okay. Now I'm on the website. For life's sore spots. Now, tell us where it hurts. Read all about aches. I mean, let's <laughs> see. Frequently asked questions. Okay. I just want to see what... Ouch. Uh, I just want to see what the ingredients are. Oh, what? you know, I'm wrong. It's camphor, menthol, and methyl s- salicylate. So why is it called Bengay? Oh, can I just tell you, when I Googled why is it called, here's all the things that come up. Why is it called Master Bedroom? Why is it called White Elephant? Why is it called Pickleball? Why is it called Death Valley, Black Friday, Jaywalking, the Grapevine, Amber Alert? Okay.
1: Oh, wow, that, those are very LA specific, the Amber they Alert are. and the Grapevine.
0: Oh, listen, Bengay was developed in France by Dr. Jules Bengay. And brought to America, but B-E-N-G-U-E with a accent, I think it's like an accent goo or something, uh, but it's a, anyway, it's an accent. Uh, and brought to America in 1898, the name Bengay was anglicized and commercialized to Bengay. So anyway, it has nothing to do with the ingredient that I thought might be in it, and I think it might be my future. Well, I love the
1: fact that they were people using Bengay in the 1890s, like... In Victorian yeah. England, people were using Bengay for their aches and pains. Like, Jack the Ripper, Bengay user. Right, probably. Joseph Joseph Merrick, the Elephant Man. Bengay know Gay Frederick user. Treves, doctor. You right. Know, Louis Pasteur. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, All the
0: greats. Marie so before, Curry.
1: Before we got on the topic of uh, topical ointments... <laughs>
0: We're just pandering with our topical ointment talk.
1: We were looking at who subscribed on Patreon and realized it wasn't the youngins. <laughs> huh? Well, maybe they could be a sponsor one day. One so, day. so you know, every once in a while, because, you know, I, I do podcasts and I, I write for Upworthy, as everybody knows, uh, via, you know, we did the podcast Upworthy mm, Weekly. Sure. But sometimes doing media work it gets kind of overwhelming and you feel the need to not be that informed or that Mm, part of the ongoing churning media cycle and reading 500 headlines a day to figure out what to write about and knowing what's going on in the world. And it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. And at a certain point I'm like, I want to know less. I want to be less informed about what's happening in the world, whether it's the news or culture or politics and just like, what's happening in front of my eyes in my life, right?
0: Mhm. Yes.
1: So, you know, I was just thinking like what are what would be some other careers that I could do and then this one hit me like a bolt of lightning.
0: Oh. I love it. <laughs> that's yeah. the sound of the lightning hitting you. <laughs>
1: wow. That actually that's the, that's the thunder. Yeah. So, I'm walking, I look down Studebaker Avenue outside of my house, and I see a big Long Beach city bus. And it said, Now hiring.
0: Oh my God. I thought
1: it like seemed like the most romantic job ever. Like, I could be a bus driver. Like, hey, I'll do the bus driver, you know? And they give you like bus driver shirts, which are like buses, like Hawaiian shirts with buses and like city. That's
0: what they drive? I mean, where? That's what they wear?
1: Yes, they have these awesome Hawaiian shirts. They look like totally super chill. And it's got like buses and then like Long Beach icons. You know, it'd be like a picture of Snoop Dogg and like the Long Beach State Pyramid and like the beach and like some guy getting his head kicked in on 4th Street. And you just have (laughs) all these different pictures going on on it in like a Hawaiian shirt style. And I was like, Man, that would be kind of awesome just driving the bus and people get on. Hey, how's it going? You know, you talk a bit and you get to be a know it all like, oh, you know what? If you want to get to Belmont Shores, you got to take the transfer of the 191 over there. and That's going to cost you 30 cents. Now, if you apply at City Hall, you can get a student pass, you know, and I could be like a guy that's like tour guide. Occasionally, I break up the occasional fight. You know, I, I clean up human feces uh, yeah, from all time the, to time.
0: All the highlights. Yeah. But you're just
1: driving, you know what, you're just driving in a loop, too. Yeah. It, you know, you know your path, you're going, you're just kind of thinking and, and vegging out. The problem is you can't, like, listen to music. I never hear a bus driver, like, you know, blaring some Zeppelin or something. But
0: Right. Now, is the steering wheel horizontal like a dinner plate or is it vertical like a car like a normal car? It's like a dinner plate. That's cool, too. That seems fun.
1: But man, okay, so you do that for eight hours, and then you get in your car with it up.
0: Yeah, you'd be yeah, you're you'd be all confused, and I bet the first few nights, as you're falling asleep, you'd still feel you'd have you'd have um, bus legs. You'd still think you're driving the bus. Right. Well,
1: then you get bus ass because bus ass, yeah. Bus drivers always seem like they have some kind of like super chair that has some kind of like bounce in it,
0: right? Yes. I wonder if it's comfortable or uncomfortable to drive, like the the seat. It's definitely one of them.
1: I think it's very comfortable because I'm sure these guys are union. And they're like, no, you don't have a bad back, man. Look, we gave you the $4,000 chair. Right. Right. I thought also the benefits are probably great on something like that. I feel like you retire at 58 and then you make a paycheck for like forever. Mm. From that kind of gig.
0: And I mean, lest anyone not be aware, you did drive Uber for a little while. So you have experience as a driver.
1: That is that is very true. That is correct, Allison. I did. I did. Um, so I don't know. Just being a driver and going around and not having to know what the hell is going on in the world actually seems like a pretty, pretty decent way to live a life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you I, weren't, go ahead. yeah,
1: I was just saying, if you weren't doing podcasts for a living, which is a sweet gig, which very few people do as a living, um, what would you be doing?
0: Well, I wish that I could choose something that is like very different than what I'm doing for the sake of right here. Like, I wish it was like, well, if I weren't doing this, I would teach hula dances, hula classes <laughs> in Hawaii or something. Um, but what I'm about to say is something that I think it's like pretty clear how it relates to what I'm doing. But I think I would be a therapist. That was always sort of like my other thing that I thought maybe I, like the, when I was six, I announced that I was going to be a psychiatrist. Um, and every now and again, I think, should I have pursued that instead? What would that life be like? Um so I think that's probably like the alternate life, or there is still a part of me too. That's like, maybe I should have been an actress. Um, I don't know though, but I mean, I haven't like actually done any, any like g- acting in a long time. And that seems like a very hard life, but it's not the the hard life part of it. No, but the actual like performing as an actor does appeal to me. Um, Trying to think if there's anything else. I will say I remember uh walking like Daniel and I were walking around an old neighborhood, both of us feeling burned out. And he was talking about was it him or was it me? No, I can't remember, but talking about the uh like the the sort of romanticizing the idea of like being a pipe fitter or something where you oh. just like do your you know honest work for from the morning to the early afternoon to the late morning and then like you're done. Right. And you just leave it behind. Cuz we I'm... both have jobs where we take them home to a degree.
1: Well, pipe fitting you might take home, you know. Yeah, you y- might. Y- you might come home and you're like, "I don't know if I really fit that fit pipe." Fit that correctly.
0: pipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what pipe fitting is.
1: Or like anything. It's like you're like, "Oh god, I got to work with that guy tomorrow." You know, right. Or right. you know, the boss is being a pain in the ass, people are coming down on me, I couldn't get that shipment. Yeah. You know, there's a whole bunch of crap that goes on with, with being a tradesman. So I don't there was,
0: know. There was the the this guy I dated and he uh worked construction and I remember him complaining to someone else that oh yeah, I'm working with so and so tomorrow. He's a screamer. And I've Ooh. always and this is like so I was tw- how old was I? 20 when I dated him, 19 and 20 when I dated him. And I've st- I've been wondering ever since what that means. Oh, I what think that's the
1: that's the guy that's like get
0: the letter. Oh, stop dragging
1: us.
0: Oh, like he screams you at in the you. Yes, okay. that makes sense. I always assumed it meant he was like if something went wrong, he screamed, or, oh. yeah, like like the way Owen screams right now, if he drops anything ever, like it fell everywhere. I'm like, honey, just it's fine. um His no pipe fit. <laughs> I, know. I can't find the bus stop, yeah. I think you're right. It just means like a guy who screams at you. Oh my god! Well, now I don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah,
1: every job is going to come with its kind of pain in the ass stuff. Totally. You know, I, I was thinking also the other one would be is uh, I'd be a hip pastor.
0: Oh, you would be a hip pastor.
1: Would, would I would I make a good
0: hip pastor? I mean, yes, because special. But like, are you going to be a hip spiritual pastor or a hip strictly Christian pastor? Well,
1: I think that's usually where they exist. Like, I'm thinking, like, if you ever saw the movie Saved?
0: No, I didn't see that, but I know that movie. Yeah. I think, yeah.
1: Like, I'm not a particularly religious person, but even though I did host What's This Dawa All About, which is about Eastern spirituality, one of the most popular... But, Mm. yeah. But it would be interesting to be a... Hip pastor, like you wear the Hawaiian shirt and the puka shells.
0: I think you just you should just work at Trader Joe's because clearly you just want to wear a Hawaiian shirt. That's the common denominator here.
1: Oh wow, I am pretty simple. I'm pretty easy to figure- see. You <laughs> yeah. could be a therapist because you're like your problem is not profession, right. it's wardrobe. It's exactly. <laughs> You've been crying out for more tropical attire, and encouraged. Is yes, <laughs> running the other way. Uh, so, but then I thought like. That's like, if you're, you know, if I'm like, hey, it's Pastor Todd, I feel it's kind of awesome because people are nice to you because you're a hip pastor, but also you have a certain amount of gravitas. Yeah. You're a man of God. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no one's going to give you crap. You're like, well, as a pastor, whoa,
0: oh, oh please. Right. You know,
1: you're getting deals at places. Yeah. Oh, you the pastor more...
0: discount. Yeah.
1: And, you know, the job is kind of, you come out. And it's like doing a podcast. You sit there and you tell a story. You've got topics. Yeah. You do your prep. You come right. out there, you crack a little couple jokes, some, you know, you can't be too funny, just like this show. You can't be too funny. Right. Just be uh, a little bit funny. Yeah. And right. you come Yeah, and you come out there like, oh, you know, you
0: You're like a, you're like a, kind of like a fake celebrity like a podcast celebrity. Yes, exactly.
1: You're known like within, you know. If I'm at like maybe a mega church, maybe I'll drive down to Orange County. I have my own mega church, and people mm-hmm. will know me. Um, and then also, you get like a free, you get a free house when you're a pastor. Do you called- a parsonage? Really? Yeah, like you don't build I didn't equity. Know that only right. You right. build equity in the house of God, but. Okay. Yeah, and I, I just remember, like, this idea really hit me when my sister got married, and my sister's very religious, and they had they, the night before the wedding, they had the pastor come by, and this was a very fire and brimstone kind of pastor. Like, he quoted Revelations during mm. their wedding vows, okay?
0: Wow. I don't know which one Revelations is, but it sounds like it's not appropriate for a wedding. It's no Corinthians.
1: <laughs> no, it's the last one.
0: What happens in it? Give me a, just a taste.
1: It's where all the demons come out, and the hellfire, oh. and the final judgment, and you in know, a wedding. Yes. How did?
0: Okay. He yeah. sounds fun.
1: It's basically well, I mean, you know, to death do you part, or until the end times,
0: right? And, and when Which is sh- soon.
1: And when that shit goes down, that's who. That's how you know if you know you marry the right person. If when when shit goes down, hellfire, mm-hmm. three headed gargoyles running around, rape everywhere. You know that you're with the right person when you they, you stand by your man, stand by your woman. But
0: because if you're with the wrong person, what happens in the end times? Well, they, leave they could you?
1: be just,
0: Oh, oh! They get sucked up into the yeah. into the melee. You
1: know, they go to the bad place, you know, and you go to right. the good place,
0: and they get sucked down into the bad stuff. Yeah. Okay, got it. So, I mean,
1: you know, in the afterlife, single is forever. Is that bad? You may have a point.
0: I mean, I see what you're saying, though. This is this is a head veering into our discussion about why we don't want to live on a ship.
1: Yes. So, but real quick, so Pastor comes by, and he's kind of a rotund fella. South Carolina, very hardcore, uh, conservative pastor. And he comes down, and he sits down at the table.
0: Did he have any riz? He
1: had gravitas, which is okay.
0: a... A I muted riz.
1: Yeah, and he was a big, big fella. And he sat he's, down... This is
0: like a big fish story. I feel like he's getting larger by the second just, with every oh. telling.
1: So mm. he uh, he sits down, and my sister made a homemade pie for pastor. And a blueberry pie, which is a hell of a great pie. Yeah. And homemade, my sister killed it. Knocked it out of the park for pastor. But what was funny was, pastor has a slice after eating dinner. He's like...
0: Could I have one more slice of pie, please? Oh, my God. So he sounds like foghorn leghorn. Yes. And
1: he has a second piece of pie. And I was told by my, my brother in Latino, watch this. Pastor likes to eat. And they thought it was third piece of pie. Wow. And he, he ate damn near two-thirds of this homemade blueberry pie. But it's like, who's going to tell Pastor no? Right, right. You know, yeah. it's like when the only, priest comes. Only
0: God. But- <clears throat> right, right.
1: Uh, it's like you know when a priest comes by and they're like, "Can I have one, one more glass of wine?" And they, you know.
0: So that so basically, you want to be a pastor so you can eat two thirds of your sister's pie.
1: Yes, it's basically. I want, I want everyone to be uncomfortable while while I do what I like.
0: Mm, you could just be like a headmaster or a principal, but then you know what? Then you're only making. Children uncomfortable. You want to make adults uncomfortable. Yes, yes. Speaking of, is your wife? So there's a LAUSD strike right now. When they hear this, it probably will be resolved. But is your wife affected by that?
1: No, she teaches in Orange County. So, oh, okay. She's not affected. So,
0: got it. He's very low energy. Very, very low energy.
1: Real quick, I I found this list that I thought was a little funny. We can go over it real quickly. Um, it was a list of personalized license plates, which were banned by the state of New York. I love it, and I don't know. So, what's your take on the personalized license plate? You in, you out?
0: Well, I for other people, I'm in, but for me personally, I'm out because if I feel like, why do I want people to know where I am at any time? And also like which car is mine. And it feels like too exposed in a way. Like I, it's like I turn the geo location tags off on any sort of social media I'm on. It's like the ultimate in that, you know? Okay. Okay. So that's why I don't like it.
1: I, I think it works for specific people. Like you have to have the right. Yes. Angeline. I want her to have that license plate. Uh, there was an Italian place I love to go to in Gardena called Lomellis. And the guy who owns it, who, if you just close your eyes, think of an Italian guy who owns a restaurant in Gardena called Lomellis. Okay. He looks exactly like that. And I saw his car pull up at the bank and it said Lomellis on his. Perfect. 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 I saw Wiz Khalifa's car at a hotel in Beverly Hills.
0: Did it say Wiz? It said Khalifa. Oh. Also perfect, perfect.
1: Totally fine. Yeah. Um, I once saw a lowrider on Hollywood Boulevard, and it said, Cholo. Oh. With a W at the end.
0: Like it, I like it.
1: Low ride and Cholo.
0: So I yeah. think it, there's,
1: in specific cases, and you got to know who you are, whether you can pull it off or not. A bad I, one I once heard okay. about. Oh, sorry.
0: Well, I, I was behind a car that said, I I L U V. THC
1: <laughs>
0: But the license plate frame said I love the C. So I was like, oh which one is it? I think that it probably was I love THC, but then they had like the license plate frame as a cover. I don't really know.
1: I, I once saw a license plate frame and it was it was two African American gentlemen and like kind of like a like a low rider. Mhm. And the license plate frame said happiness is being Irish. <laughs>
0: You know what I don't like? Uh, when you take your car to like a dealership to get fixed or something, which is a bad idea to begin with, and they swap out your license plate frames for their license plate frames, and oh! it's like, I don't want to advertise for you, yeah, but I'm I, lazy, so I guess I will.
1: I already gave you thirty grand, La Puente yeah. Ford. You know
0: exactly, exactly. All right, let's hear some of them. <laughs>
1: Also, they can be red flags. I once worked with a girl. I swear this is a true story.
0: Okay. I'll be the judge of that.
1: She met a guy who was out in the L.A. area on vacation. She went to Virginia to to see him again, and he had a truck, and the truck's license plate said R-U-18-Y-E-T.
0: Oh, no. Oh. Oh, no. Yes. I mean, unless he's enrolling people in the uh, military, that's not okay. (laughs) So wait, was he terrible?
1: Oh, yeah. They ended up getting married and then divorced quickly after. But the girl says this. She goes, the one kind of weird red flaggy thing was the are you 18 yet?
0: That's Uh, like a big red flag. Did they get divorced because of him like diddling young girls on the side?
1: No, I, I maybe they just had communication problems. I don't know. It was a long distance relationship. I can't. Right. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so okay. So New York State DMV. Here's a couple. Now, Allison, you tell me real quick. Would you deny these? Because I think some of these are very acceptable. I don't think the state should be cracking down on that. Uh, first one, hot booty.
0: It's just so funny that I have to. I have to allow it. Okay.
1: Number two, white claw.
0: If someone wants to advertise an alcohol, that's fi- I feel like that should be fine. Yeah.
1: It's just dumb if you're the driver because I think your right. chances of getting pulled getting over. Pulled for- over.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. But still, like, so is that the rule? You're not allowed to make a reference to, like, uh, like any sort of alcohol? It must be the rule.
1: I'm not a New York City judge. Um,
0: yeah. Okay. Next one. Joshi Poo? <sighs> That also seems fine. It's just a, it's just a, a nickname. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. Another, another one,
1: erotic six.
0: For some reason, I'm going to draw the line at erotic six. Mm. Oh, because like, it's erotic sex is actually what they're trying to say. I think. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess that. Sorry, might Sorry. No. I mean, that yeah. one I'm not going to allow, just because I'm capricious. This one I love.
1: <laughs> I don't know whether it should be accepted, but. S-H-H-H-I-T-B-O-X.
0: Shitbox? Shit box. Oh, my God. I love that. I see where they are not going to allow it because I don't think it's okay to say shit on a license plate. But, I mean, yeah. that's fun.
1: Yeah. We, we've all seen those cars and we've driven them before. This yeah, is the shitboxes.
0: The shitbox. Shitbox.
1: <laughs> uh, next one's a Yiddish term.
0: Nudnik, Nudnik. I don't even think that's. I could be wrong, but I don't even think that's a bad word. So that seems fine. Maybe yeah, it think, actually is a bad word.
1: I think the thing is here. It's N U U D N I K, and maybe they think it was like nude Nick. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because I think it actually. I think there's just one U, but um, right. They think there's that you're Nick and you're nude. Yeah. Uh, last one. 10-15. Oh, like penis. Yeah. That's fun though. Yeah. I'm gonna allow that. <laughs> so the only one I didn't allow was Erotic Six, I think. Yeah. You're you're pretty liberal on the license. I really plates. am. Yeah. Maybe I should be a judge. That could be my other career.
1: Oh no, no, you could be a good TV judge.
0: Yes. Judge Allison's court. Yeah, I'll do it. I'm in. I'm in.
1: I like to thank everybody for being a Patreon subscriber here, Me and uh, yeah, yeah, for listening to uh, Allison and, and Todd after hours. We'll see you guys in, I guess, I guess, in a few weeks.
0: Yes. That's been Allison and Todd after hours. Thanks for supporting the show on Patreon.
1: Questions, comments, or irrational rage? Send us a message on the Patreon app. I'm Marley Balin Frederick. Catch you next show. And until then, the lounge is
0: closed. You don't have to go!